guys, this is Cliff Tang from Kaizen Project's Journey episode 148 and today I will have a reflection on my past coaching trajectory uh, of a person named Danielle Sachs, um, author of a lot of books, hypnotherapist but also a life coach and I've been on a trajectory with her for like six months. And it was very, very insightful. And in this post, I want to talk about what I learned. Um, and I actually want to contribute this post to Danielle. I don't know if she's, if you're listening to this, Danielle. But even though I just want to convey my gratitude and show this to the world, what I've learned and how valuable a coaching session can be. So, six months ago, I... I uh, was magnetized by um, a course I was following called hypnotherapy. And uh, I thought to enroll to become a hypnotherapist. But then I was thinking, maybe before I start doing all of this, let's maybe check up on myself if I can find a hypnotherapist in the, in the neighborhood so I can work on myself first and to see if it is something that really suits me. So I, was, I started searching and I came up on the name Danielle Sachs. So mostly when I search for people, I, I feel like it's meant to be. If I, if I feel there is resonance, mostly I go look at the site, but then I just take a look at the pictures, at the person. And if there is something magnetic at that person, I feel like this is right. Then mostly I just hop on the train. So I started... Um, a coaching, um, a coaching program for six months, and I learned so so many things. Actually, I learned so many things that I actually am not possible to write it all down, and I forgot a lot of things. But I wrote down a lot of things, and those things I'm gonna share with you. So, the first thing that I learned was that working on your future is very important, but. What is more important is that you know where you're starting from. So with a lot of um, visionary um, coaching, where you want to go to a future that you envision, it's very important to, to take a look at yourself, where you want to go to, what you like, what you love. But also what is very important is to know where are you exactly right now at this moment. And she taught me that it's very important to know to go to a plus five, that's the level where you want to go. It's important to know that you're starting from zero and not from minus five. Because the thing is, if you are at minus five and you don't even know um, yourself being as a resetted person, to go to a plus five, then everything will seem hallucinant. It will feel um, it's not possible to reach the destination. So she said that, the, the program started actually from pulling me from a minus five to a zero before I can hop on the train to go to a plus five. And she said like, um, you already worked a lot on yourself and that's a good thing, but it's very important that you exactly know where you are right now. And I thought I was in the gain on the gain train. I thought I was or maybe on a plus two or a plus three. But if you looked at it more closely, I felt that I indeed was still in the minus in depth because I didn't actually know what is what was holding me for, for growth. So I'm growing a lot this the last decade, a lot, but 
there are still some some areas in my life that I feel like I know I have potential in this, but somehow, uh, in some kind of way, I cannot leverage myself to go further in this one. And um, like like in the previous post, uh, for people who don't know, I'm also a very um, believer in life book where you're working on all categories of your life. It's a program. Um, but it is also very important before you envision something that you need to know, have to know where you are. And at some categories, I felt that I am struggling a lot. Um, and then the course that I did with Danielle really helped me realize what was struggling me. So it all um, started with a lot of questions, a lot of talking. But then we also did like a session at, in person. So it's called an RTT hypnotherapy session and what is actually happening is that you're, you're getting in some kind of hypnotic state where a lot of questions are asked to go back to your past and to see where those blocks that you're feeling the blocks that are limiting your um, your forward momentum what are those blocks and where are they coming from so I thought like I don't know I think I worked on them already but then going back, and, and that was a really special, a special time for me. Like I was lying there on a, on the sofa for like I think two hours when we talked about this, and I really went back in the past and I saw some images about things that have happened where I now would say like, oh, that's that's not a big deal. But she said like it doesn't matter if you what you think right now. It's about what did you feel when you were that age, and a lot of things that happened were at, when I was very young. Some few things that happened where I would think of, yeah, if a child of that age would um, have those experiences, it definitely would influence his life in some kind of other. So which kind of limited beliefs came up out of this hypnotherapy session were a few. So again, I just sum them up because maybe you, the listener who is listening, maybe have the same kind of limited beliefs and you think you don't have them, but maybe you have. So... One of the things was that I wrote down was, if I shut up, it makes everything much easier. So that's one of my beliefs that I had, like talking always made things more difficult. I was a very energetic child when I was young, but at some point I think I was too loud. So I always got to like, shut up, uh, don't talk. I always had, um, you know, I am I'm a Belgian born Chinese, so I'm raised... My parents are Chinese and they, they insisted to talk Chinese at home. But the first seven years of my life, I've been uh, raised by um, a nanny uh, at their place. And I was actually raised in Dutch. So if a child raises, uh, has been raised in another language than your mother language, then it's, it's going to be difficult to communicate. So when I was small, my Chinese was really bad. I really couldn't express myself uh, in a good way. Or I said the wrong thing. So dude, communication was always hard with my parents. And at some point, you need to explain yourself using too many words, um, doubting yourself. So it makes the communication very slow. So mostly, I think they don't didn't have the patience. So it's like, it's okay, okay, what do you want to say now? Like, okay, shut up. So in my mind, it was more like, if I shut up, it makes everything much easier. The second Limited belief was expressing myself can be dangerous. Um, I was a very intuitive, 
expressional little kid. Like if I heard the stories when I was really small, I was like a gorilla, always loud, uh, always um, teasing my sister, and like I was really active and I was very energetic. But uh, at some point, it also stopped. So I stopped expressing myself, and I really turned inward. Um, I, this may be for another time when this happened, but that's the second thought. The third thought is just follow the crowd, don't cause trouble. I think I got this from my from uh, from our culture. Asian culture mostly doesn't want to provoke problems for other people to live in harmony. So expressing. Uh, isn't a good thing, just follow the crowd, don't cause trouble. The fourth, nobody hears and sees me, I don't matter. And I think I'm going to come back with the language barrier, uh, the fact that um, repeatedly trying stuff but not being heard, not being seen, made me a very, very shy kid in the earlier ages. And um, that, that's, that limited belief did stuck for a long time, even till today that I sometimes feel it doesn't matter if I say or do something because nobody here and nobody will see it. And the fifth one is fear of rejection. The fear of loss, the fear of loneliness. And I think that has something to do with the bonding phase with my parents, like who are my real parents now? Uh, on Wednesdays, my, my dad and my mother, they stopped working and they came to, to pick me up to go to somewhere for a little holiday. So I was like, okay, these are my mom and dad. But then I had to say bye-bye to them because I went back to um, uh, my, my, uh, my nanny. And so it was always back and forth, back and forth. Like uh, you feel guilty um, for accepting another couple as your parents. And when you went with your parents, you felt guilty that you had to leave the nanny family. So I think that like those are, those are a lot of the things that I... Um, that came up. I think there are a lot of other stories too, but those were the ones that really um, that really made an impact on me while the hypnotherapy. They really came out these these emotions. So these are my limited beliefs, and just knowing them, pinpointing them, can make you go forward because you can see why some actions now in the present can be directed to the things that happened in the past, and just being aware of that knowing it's not your fault, it's not your character, it's just a consequence of things that have happened and you can choose to change it if you want to because it's not yours. That really opened my eyes. Um, I, did, I really knew this, but I didn't know how to do it because I, I, I think I forgot a lot of the past, so you cannot remember everything. So, Okay, so um, what I want to say with this one, after this, this uh, RTT session, we also recorded um, like, like a, a voice recording of, of Danielle um, picking in on these limited beliefs. It is some affirmations or, or things and you just have to listen to them at night when you start to sleep. And in the beginning, I was quite skeptical about this whole process. But after like a few weeks, things started to happen. And sometimes you can say like, oh, it's just psychological. It's because you think that. But... It doesn't matter if it is or it is not. I just saw a lot of things starting to happen. Especially the RTT was focused on the biggest one, um, the biggest one that's blocking me, and it was this fear of exist existence. Um, the fear of uh, not having the right to be there. 
like uh, I shouldn't be here, uh, I don't matter. And it was all based on I do matter, I, uh, I am here, I have the right to exist, I can't stand here and stuff. And funny to see, but in that period of time, like a few months after, a lot of things happened where people were more noticing me. Like, I'm always used that people say to me in the family, like, yeah, you're so handsome and stuff. Like, it's so easy for you to do stuff and this. But, okay, maybe it is. I, I maybe have some looks and maybe I have some charms and maybe I have some, some character traits that people love. But if I don't love it myself, how can I, yeah, it, it is not, it's not authentic now. And... Um, I've always tried to do that, but I didn't know how. And after listening to these uh, repetitions of this, this voice recording at night, the more and more I started to build on a little bit more confidence. I didn't know how it happened, but I think I shined it through that I started to believe it subconsciously. And secondly, people started noticing me. So a few things that happened. Um, I have been asked for casting for um, a short action movie playing the lead antagonist. Can you believe that? We started out as, as like a sidekicks for one minute of fame or one second of fame, leading to being the lead antagonist. So how cool is that? I always wanted to do something with acting, doing something with action scenes. I, I like martial arts movies and just this just came on my path. The second thing, my friend and me, we're doing martial arts and then sometimes we... We're recording some movies, but we went doing it more and more until we met some people who were also interested. And we create a lot of these fight choreographies. And now it feels like it's having leverage. You know? We keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And people starting to noticing us and beautiful things are happening. And the third thing is one of my big problems in my life has always been the social category. I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of people know me. But the internal dialogue for myself for interacting with a social group is always very difficult because I really try too hard to, to find a connection with people that I actually, that it is difficult to connect. Do you know what I mean? If you try too hard in a, in a, in a specific situation, it is not spontaneous anymore. So, but after these RTT sessions and after the recordings, I have made so many social connections the past months in such a specific way that I actually could write books with it. Like the connections are so deep. I really met a lot of new people. The, the persons that I met, I, I started to know them on a different level. Um, I know which people I should connect more with and, and some people that I, I love, but I feel like we have to go our own ways and we will see each other when we see each other to, to surrender to that too. So, so that's the first thing. That's the first chapter, and that's about limited beliefs. Uh, the second item I'm going to talk about is high sensitivity. I never thought about myself as being a high sensitivity person. I always thought like I know people who are, but I'm definitely not. But going through a checklist and talking with her, she said, you are definitely a good example of a high sensitivity person because I feel a lot. And I have this intensity burst that I can give myself so well. But uh, the downfall about this is if you're not in check with your energy state and you're giving too much from yourself but not taking enough, the circle is not round, you can get depleted very easily. And that's what I'm having on a constantly base. When I feel something I'm really interested in, I, I'm very 
passionate about and enthusiastic about, I give my all. So I just go for it. I give 200%. But the after effect is that I have to have a depleted state of energy that I just fall down and bring down. Can lead to uh, eating disorders, can lead to not wanting to sleep, uh, and a lot, a lot of different issues. So now I'm trying to create more borders just to see how my energy level is. I learned a lot about uh, the vagal state that we have to check in balancing uh, phases of alert, alert, have being alert, and states and phases that we ha- really have to be in a rest state. And if I look closely at my life, it always has been like busy, busy doing stuff, doing stuff, being silent and just being in a rest state was, is very hard for me to do. And um, this, this noticing this, being aware of this really changed the game also. So I'm meditating a little bit more. Um, I'm trying also sometimes to say no to certain stuff, especially I had one podcast where I was talking about these injuries that I'm having right at the moment. Now my both knees hurt a lot, the patella tendons hurt, runner's knees, with all jumping and stuff. And I had to stop soccer for a while because I feel like the running is, is just not possible at the moment. And just surrendering to that, being aware that I'm just doing too much at the moment was hard in the beginning, but now I start to understand that everything has its place. There are things that I need to do at this moment and soccer at this moment is not compatible with that because there's too much on my plate right now. And then the last one is ego awareness. So I'm much more aware about my ego coming forth. And um, the thing is that I'm, I'm getting more awareness about seeing that when I have a problem with other people, Mostly that magnitude is telling me that I have a problem with myself about something. The other person that I meet is just a trigger. The problem is actually one of my core needs, something that I need that is not being fulfilled. And the bigger the trigger, yeah, uh, the, bigger, uh, the bigger the core needs, the, deep, the bigger the trigger will be. So... I've learned, I've, I've uh, come to learn that I have a lot of needs that, I, that, that are very specific for, for me. And I'm going to sum them up here. Maybe you can relate to them. One of it is connection. The second is being playful and being curious like a little child. Movement, movement in general, movement of the body, movement of the mind, movement of the soul, things where things move. Expression, autonomy, and reciprocity. With reciprocity, I mean I need to see, but also need to be seen. I hear people, but I need to be heard. I feel people, but I also need to be felt. And uh, that's it. And this was a really, really big game changer because when you understand yourself more what you need, it's easier to play into that. What I'm, what I'm missing, one of these things, then I know what to do. The biggest value I got from, from this whole program is that the biggest value always, always is just yourself. And um, I came to know that. And Danielle really does a really good job guiding people by showing how this needs to be done. Uh, she shows which obstacles she has. She lets her truth be seen. She lets people know how she deals with it. She says always real authentic success can come forth if you show yourself. If you just be you, 
the best success will always come. So with this post, Danielle, I want to thank you so much in guiding me in this process. Um, there's a lot of things that you have triggered in me and a lot of things are moving, have been moving and are still moving uh, in a gigantic way, like a big snowball that keeps rolling um, from the cliff. <laughs> and that I am. <laughs> what a poetic sentence. I start to love myself more and more. And I totally have to thank Danielle for uh, her part in this process. So thank you so much, Danielle. This post is for you. Would you ever listen to it? And I also want to um, thank everyone for listening to my story. Um, lately, I have like a, a new accountability partner where I talked about in the new program I'm following. And he told me that it's very courageous just to share my own live my own world with the people around me to inspire them and um, i never knew actually that my posts were quite emotional but if i think about it, i'm just talking from the heart and i'm just talking about how i feel and maybe that's a kind of way to express myself to let some things go and uh, I'm, I'm very happy that i have this medium that i can do that but at the same time being able to inspire maybe some people, to give some ideas, maybe to give some guidance in some kind of way. So thank you so much for following my journey to being there together with me. Just know that I am also here with you. So you're not alone. I'm not alone. We are all together in this. And I hope that this post can give you some um, inspiration or maybe some thoughts to think over. So anyway... Have a really nice day today. I wish you all the best. And I see you in the next episode of Kaizen Project Journey. Thank you so much for listening and I see you soon. Bye. Mm-hmm.